Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Peak Bonnell and I am joined by Randy Andy Gatson. Hi Chopper, how are you today on Saturday the 21st of November? I am okay, yeah. uh, which is a change <laughs> to yeah. normal, um, but I'm doing okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm alright, how are did, you? I'm not bad, did, did, you, did you sleep okay? I slept... Okay, yeah. which is again better than normal. So. Wow, I mean that's some <laughs> some optimism. Uh, although yeah. it's kind of a, an insight into 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 your life that being being okay is 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 is, is as good as it gets. <laughs> but that's just. I been only 20... I only started working at about quarter past six this morning when it's normally oh. about half five. So oh, you know, see, I, bit I started about about. Quarter past seven. Uh mm-hmm. past seven. I always get up and watch SmackDown immediately. So I'm kind of groggy. Um and then I and then I write your script. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling okay. But I've uh yeah, well I'll talk about what I'm doing today in the rest of uh, in, in the yeah. in the outro. Well something else we're gonna talk about in the outro as well, um, is something that we did yesterday, which might be weirdly part of the reason i feel okay today mm. uh was uh myself and and that's and a few other people that we'll get on to later played something called the ungame yesterday um which was weird it was an experience and a half and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it in the outro but first let's get into talking about smackdown we're going to be talking about big e because his plans were supposedly to be the last spot on the smackdown men's survivor series team but that didn't happen on smackdown so let's talk about it The plans for Big E, supposedly, after his 
uh, single split in the draft where Woods and Kingston went over to Raw and he stayed on SmackDown, the reported plan was that WWE have big plans for him. Those plans then apparently got dropped and then seemingly there were other reports saying that they had no plans for him now. But then there was a new report that came out as early as yesterday, the day before, saying that... Stuck in the last few days. Yeah, that they've got plans for him again. Those plans being he's going to be the final member of Team SmackDown because they had one TBD left on the, the men's team. So the, the plan was for Biggie to join up on the team, presumably by winning a qualifying match, because that's what they've been doing the whole time is qualifying matches. Mm. So then we get to SmackDown itself last night and Biggie's role in the show was to hype up Survivor Series and trash talk Street Profits, which is what he'd been doing the last three weeks. And that actually kicked off the show. Street Profits came out and did, they plugged Survivor Series a lot, like they used to do for Raw when they were the NXT Tag Team Champions, and just came out and be like, we've got this on Survivors. We've got The Undertaker. We've got the brand warfare. We've got this. We've got that. And then they did impressions of Undertaker, and I was like, okay, but also I'd like to see a show tonight, if possible. Um... The lights went out and started flickering and Big E came up from the depths wearing a sombrero and they said, why are you wearing a sombrero? And he said, it's all there was in props. And then they went back and forth about who's going to win between Street Profits and The New Day. And then The New Day came out on SmackDown. Woods and Kingston, Raw yes. Tag Team Champions. It often feels like The New Day are given pretty pretty decent sort of free reign over over their material this didn't feel like one of those moments this felt this felt written by someone in the back mm. uh who was like oh what's funny oh biggie in a sombrero uh okay yeah that is that's really funny um and yeah and then out came the new day without mm -hmm. biggie without biggie mm -hmm. so this was the kind of start of the huh what's going on here because he kind of got a, a bit at the start. And from what I understand, Vince McMahon does think Big E is funny. And, yeah. like, and fair enough, Big E is a very funny person. And I'm now worried that that's what Big E is going to be. He's going to be a guy who wears silly hats. Um, yeah. So he, he didn't come out with a new day, who then cut a promo. Um, and then out comes Baron Corbin and uh god they're so they're so boring that i forget who they are baron corbin and sammy zane sammy zane is not boring and then robert rude and dolph ziggler um and then they all starting a fight and biggie still doesn't come out out come the street profits in a kind of oh who saw that one coming oh how will they coexist um and they all have a fight and then later in the show, we we find out that Biggie's not the fifth man, and there's no, there's no at no point is there a a, a promo from Biggie saying, "Oh damn it, I wish that had been me," or there's no there's no promo from him going, "Oh well, I I thought you had to qualify." I mean, Otis has already lost his qualifier. What like what's going on here? And so it just feels like. I mean, optimistic. I'm going to be optimistic and say they're just going to hold off until after Survivor Series, do a do a do a restart, because unfortunately Survivor Series just kills every single feud. Um, I'm going to be optimistic, but the the 
the lack of Big E in segments which he really should have been in is trouble. It troubles me. Yes, and I I don't know whether I think it's a good idea. It was a smart idea for them to not reunite the new day and not have all three of them together again because they've just done their emotional breakup mm. like a month ago and seeing them all three back together on the same show that Woods and Kingston had to leave would have been really dumb. But also seeing Woods and Kingston without Biggie when he was right there is also really dumb. So the solution is don't put Woods and Kingston on SmackDown because it yes. just undermines all, the whole farewell thing that you did on SmackDown. And it's not like they acted like we forgot about it. Corbin even mentioned it in his promo. And like, didn't you leave SmackDown like a month ago? It's like, he's saying what I'm thinking. Yeah, it, that that seems to be the general opinion on, on social media, which is this has just completely undermined the whole can't believe we're leaving SmackDown, we're leaving Big E behind. Here they are again. Um, yep. And honestly, because it's only been a few weeks, it was kind of like, oh, they're, they're here. This is this is the new day. And it, it just, yep. and I, the only the only difference was they had a red belt. Um, yep. It didn't feel like it was, oh man, Raw Stars, what, what are you doing here? Uh, and that was that was a running theme throughout the whole show because they just had yeah. all the raw people here because you had the New Day coming over, you had Asker and you had Drew McIntyre. They were all there and they were all like invited over. No invasion poor, or anything. It was just like, they're here. Poor Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Was the only one who did. But like, this doesn't... It, and the whole point of Survivor Series apparently is like brand warfare is, is, is bragging rights 2009. <sighs> and... The fact that they're all just being invited, it's like, wow. It's 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 like when Retribution signed a contract. Mm. Like it's the it's the complete opposite of you just completely undermine it. Like, we are here to destroy WWE. Oh really? Oh great. Here's a contract for for you to to, to keep doing that. Um and then it's oh well they they hate each other, these these brands. Why don't you come over to, to our brand? Um and like because it, wrestling is people having a fight. Why would you invite someone over who might try and beat up your your brand's wrestlers? Yeah, it was weird. Um, and it, and, and what, it didn't and make what? any sense for, for New Day either because in their promo that they were cutting, they were like, oh yeah, we could defend the Raw Tag Team Championships tonight. It's like, how mad would the USA execs that apparently govern everything over Raw because that was, was who was in charge of the draft apparently, how mad would they have been if they'd have gone over to SmackDown and dropped the Raw tag team titles to a SmackDown team? Like, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. And then they would have been out of the match at Survivor Series, so it wouldn't even have been a brand versus brand match. It would have been the Street Profits versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode which had the raw tag team titles, but were a smack that doesn't make any sense, mate. We we can harp on about Survivor Series not making sense for, for the rest of our lives. It's, That's true. It's tomorrow. It's over. I know it's one of the big five, and I know it's been going on for big four. years. Thank you very much. What's... I swear they I swear they changed it to a big five. Well, they supposedly they haven't. I think fans have started to include money in the bank because it's just better than Survivor Series. But... Mm. Survivor Series by default is a big four. So and and that's that's why they go and get rid of it. But I mean, I, I mean, I've said it before, and and Sean Rossap tweeted about it last night, saying, "King of the Ring 
That's a, yeah. that's a yearly thing that has stakes because if you win King of the Ring, you get a title shot or yeah. you can you can have this. Or they can even do like a, a King of the Ring. It's al- almost just like a tournament for the championship. Like yeah. there are eight people at the start of the night, eight men, eight women, four from each brand. They all have battle fights. And then there's like... And that that's easy to make stories, but this just 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 I, nobody cares about Survivor Series, and you can no. tell that the people even wrestling don't care because it's just they're just pretending that that there are stakes. And I know we keep saying this, but yeah. Anyway, Biggie, yes, Biggie. Yeah. So, so I I I I'm hoping that this is just a holding off on it, but yes, it uh, I. I it's hard to be optimistic with with WWE yeah and moment. just just for clarification's sake because i don't know if we've made it clear yet the last member of the team is otis uh adam pierce who's definitely not the gm was just backstage and said you know i got to pick the last member of the survivor series team hold up i have several questions but he carried on and said i and you know i just wanted to pick you you know with the ups and downs and your whole journey and your and your career you know I had to go for you and the camera pans across and it's Otis. And then Chad Gable comes in and goes, you got picked. Yeah. You alpha Academy or whatever he said. And they walked off to be really happy. Yeah. So what? I guess, they're, I guess they're spinning the alpha Academy plate. Maybe, maybe Chad Gable's had a word in Adam Pierce's, Pierce's ear. I almost called Adam Pearson's ear. Adam Pierce's ear. Um, it was like that kind of oh Adam, it's your birthday. You can pick one member <laughs> for each team. He's like, oh really? Oh well, I'll pick ba- uh, spoiler for that. So I'll pick Bailey for the for the women's team. Which yeah. why do, why not just have Bailey squash someone? Um, also, why did he get to pick one member of the SmackDown women's team? Why could he not just pick both? Mm. He's a and- He's not an authority figure, but he has the authority to pick at least one. So why can't he pick two? Why the limit on what? Who made the limit for him to be able to pick one? Yeah, it's very strange. And then Natalia also qualified. Again, we'll talk about this later. And she's this is like her ninth attempt at qualifying. So it's just like we. And and Otis got picked when he lost his qualifier to say. Do do one or the other. Have him say, look, I know she hasn't qualified yet. And instead of giving her a two-minute match against Tamina, say, but Natalia, she's incredibly experienced, former women's champion. She's the sort of person we need on our team. And there is an image, and um, I, I wish, um, actually, I might, I might, I might put it into the back end while, while you're while you're talking next, mm-hmm. that really summed up why I hated this. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do you like wrestling? Do you like improv? Do you like role-playing games? Then you'll love No Rolls Barred, presented by the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. Six players come together to create a fictional wrestling promotion, roll dice, and create the kind of insanity that real companies can only dream of creating. Can Tony the Milkman survive the twilight of his career and still find time to care for his wrestling son? Can the Denimatrix overcome the vicious apex and achieve total denimation? Can brothers Golden Joe and Silver Bro coexist this is a tag team before they combust. Find out now with the wrestling show that everyone's talking about. No Rolls Bard is available wherever you get your podcasts and only presented on the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. If you haven't been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, you should. Loads of extra bonus content over there. WrestleTalk Extras just gone live recently, which is uh, Ollie and Luke reviewing Survivor Series 2001, the winner-take-all alliance versus WWF match. Quite the show. Uh, it's them reviewing that um, that's just gone up recently, plus loads of other benefits, including if you pledge at the $25 tier or above, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to Robin Banks, Lee Roberts. Woo! Thank you very much. The fitness consigliere, Scott Mikel. Fitness consigliere is, is what it is. It's, it's a dodgeball reference, but uh, hey-ho. I have seen that. Super kick party, Andy Buckley. Woo! Oh, thank good you very first much. name. We're going on a Brian Huntley. Yes, we are. Thank you very much. Always leave the crowd wanting Brian Moore. Oh, absolutely. Jam that, James Dillon. What a great catchphrase. Thank you very much. Moving sideways, Kieran Crabtree. Always moving sideways. You'll never get this name right, you idiots. 
Matthew Nope. Give it a go. Nijewski, Zmeskevski. Well, yeah, an attempt was there. Nick, bitch in kitchen. Oh, great name. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Ooh, yes, thank you very much. Vito Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, absolutely. Have a glass of sherry, Martel J. Simmons. Ooh, yes, thank you very much. The Harbinger, Doom Lion. Oh, thank you very much. The Lunatic, Moxley's Fringe. <laughs> thank you very much. And finally for today, the King, Zachary McKinley. Woo! Thank you very much. Thank yes. you very much, everybody. So the show itself uh, kicked off with, as we mentioned, the Street Profits segment with Biggie coming out in his sombrero and stuff. New Day's promo I thought wasn't great. wasn't up to the New Day standard. It was a bit weird. Sami Zayn interrupts, uh, then um, says he's facing Lashley at Survivor Series. There's your build for that match. And then, yeah, King Corbin comes out and says, how are you going to stand for that, Sammy? They're running you down with their words. And then Sammy was like, you're right. And then Ziggler and Rude came out and then they did a really ineffective bait and switch to be like, why don't you two teams fight each other? And then you could face us for the Raw Tag Team Championships. But then they just started beating up the New Day and then Street Profits came out. It was weird. Now, Pete, there are, I think, I, I believe in this match uh, or in or in the, the heel tag team here, mm. Uh, Baron Corbin has not got a match this weekend, so there's Correct. so he he could eat a pin and it would matter. Yeah, Rude and Ziggler haven't got a tag team match this weekend at Survivor Series, so they could eat a pin and it, it wouldn't matter. Sami Zayn has got a match on Sunday, so he really shouldn't be be buried or or, or take a loss just before facing Bobby Lashley. Pete, who got pinned in this match quite easily? That was Sami Zayn, mate. Intercontinental oh. Champion, Sami Zayn. Yeah, um, mm. and I know Sammy's the the, the, the chicken s word heel, uh, and like he's not being put over as a as a dominant kind of believable champion. But you don't have to beat him a, a less than two days before he's supposed to take on Bobby Lashley, who has been a dominant United States champion. And now it just makes me feel like Sammy's going to cheat a win. The thing in with Sammy as well is that he's been portrayed as a really smart wrestler. He can outsmart anyone in the ring, but he got tagged in against his his consent and just came in, took a spine buster, took a frog splash, and that was it. One, two, three, Sammy, uh, uh, Street Profits win. I was like, he took two moves, like, yeah, for the whole match. That's, huh. Like, he's your intercontinental champion. Whatever. Not like they care. It's fine. Um, he was angry backstage and ran into Daniel Bryan. Um, Bryan with his new haircut, who they announced was returning on the show for some mm. reason. Um, and then he starts mouthing off to Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan pushes him over. Cool. There's your Bloody next feud old. after Survivor That's Series, I guess. Blood, blood feud. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be good wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, the report was that Daniel Bryan was next up for Roman Reigns. 
Uh, mm -hmm. So maybe that maybe plans have changed there. Maybe Big E's going to go for Roman Reigns. Maybe it'll be look, we gave Big E a push, and then he loses at TLC to Roman Reigns, and then he's in the mid card for the rest of his career. Yeah, um, gets eliminated first at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see. I mean, yeah. Big Elder, Big E's the person who would start the Royal Rumble as well because it's always good to start the Royal Rumble with. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then we saw, yeah, and then it was the 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 Otis thing where he got yeah. announced and he was going as the Otis does and yeah. the Alpha Academy. And... So then yeah, so Adam Pierce announces Otis, shakes his hand, turns around, Natalia's there, and then she says, Oh, so you do have the power to just put people in a match. Can you just put me in the match then? <laughs> totally reasonable request, by the way. She's Natalia. She's probably earned, mm. you know, a little bit of respect in her career from backstage personnel. And and there's two spots left. It's not like she's taken the last spot or anything. And he goes, ah, no. You see, I could pick one person for the SmackDown women's team as well. And I chose Bailey. And it was like, why? What? I mean, I mean, you would choose Bailey. Oh, but totally. Why is I'm, he I'm only got one? That. So but I, I, I guess that four men did qualify for the SmackDown men's team. Right. Yeah. So maybe from the start, it was Adam. Four people are going to qualify. But you can pick the last one. Um, and but so it wasn't there... the last one. He picked Bailey before Natalia qualified. So it was he picked the the fourth member of the team, but left the fifth yeah. one open. I, I mean, know. I feel so sorry for half this women's roster. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, tell me about it. Like Billy Kay. I mean, I, 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 I may never see Billy Kay again. Yeah. On a, apart from on Instagram and in on her <laughs> YouTube channel. It's, like, it's I wouldn't insane. be surprised. I mean, she'll be in the Rumble. Yeah. But is she right. ever going to get anything other than being beaten by someone? I mean, they're, they're ramming Carmella down our throats at the moment, yeah. um, which was actually okay because it's it's sort of like, oh, no, this, this match is on Sunday between Asuka and Sasha, but Carmella, there's still a few between them. Yeah. So at least they're, at least they're, at least they're still doing that. Yeah. Uh, what what happened next, Pete? After after Natalia's hissy fit. After that, Seth Rollins cut a promo backstage. Um, I actually really like this promo from Rollins because he kind of alternated between like angry whispering and just straight up shouting. Like he had so much anger in him that he was trying to keep in, and then he was just saying stuff really aggressively, and then he just starts shouting, and then he'd go back to whispering again. And I was like, oh, so he's like con con trying to control his anger, but he can't. That's quite nice. Yeah. I really like that promo style. Him just basically saying, Murphy, you suck. I'm going to beat you, was essentially the gist of the promo. Because they're facing tonight, which would have been a really good pay-per-view match, but it's brand warfare month, so you can't have that, so it's got to go on TV. And mega heel Seth Rollins has got to go and uh, look after his uh, very soon-to-be newborn child. So, also uh, But the, the, the report is that he won't be gone for long. He'll be back in December sometime. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, well he won't be gone for long, but it does feel like this was an end to the feud. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll everybody get on to the match later. Yeah, we'll get on to the match later, but um yeah, it was a weird one. Um after that we got the qualifying match for Natalia versus Tamina, went about two minutes. Natalia won with a sharpshooter, Bianca Belair was on commentary. And then Bailey came out and put herself on commentary and called herself the captain of the team, which is a nice Bailey thing to do. I appreciated that at least. Um, Michael Cole had a weird line 
saying that Bianca Belair was on Team NXT last year at Survivor Series, but now she's on the real team on SmackDown. Mm. I was like, Cole, NXT won last year, you moron. Everyone forget that. Yes. Uh, so after the match, all the women... <laughs> all the all women... Smackdown, all the SmackDown uh, women standing in a row. Bailey, mega heel, tried to kill Sasha Banks, crushed her windpipe. Uh, Bianca Belair, who's not, I wouldn't say, a babyface wouldn't say a heel. She's just kind of a badass who sees herself as the best. She is the EST. Like, so she, therefore, is a bit of a lone wolf, is in this team because she wants to wants to win. But then they all just hold hands. Yeah. And... Like Natalia, they look like they're the five finalists in a rubbish <laughs> talent competition. <laughs> Natalia's just qualified for like fifth place in the in the beauty pageant. Um, oh, or but but almost because because I don't know. Okay, here's how I'm interpreting this photo. Bailey is the uh, is the director of the of the school arch of the of the school production because she's mm-hmm. in the leather jacket and the jeans. Yeah, and the other four were in the dance. Yeah, it, it just this is not this isn't re- this isn't pro wrestling. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's just it's I like know, I... look how happy we all are. We are women and we are pleased. Like just... that's like can you imagine if the five guys from if the five guys from SmackDown all came out and went yeah <laughs> like you should be portraying your men and your women in the same way. This this is like look we're putting women on TV. No, what you're doing is going yeah we're all best friends because we're women. Um, and then there'll be a feud in two weeks saying but they were on the same team. They were best friends when they were on the Survivor Series team. Just, it's, Are you okay, Datsun? Yeah. All right, just, bud. I just, I just hate that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's really dumb. And there was a bit where they tried to do it where, like, Bailey was trying to get everyone to hold their hands up and some of them were, like, hesitating. But then they all did it. So there you go. That's it. Screw your baby faces and heels in your history between one another. Let's just all hold hands because it's brand warfare. We all like SmackDown, everybody. And it they've not even doing this with Raw. Like all the Raw people hate each other. That's how. Yeah. That's, I always. How will that. they coexist, Daz? I know they keep saying that, but I rather they have that tension than just. Yeah, and we're all friends. Um, after that came a video package between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. I'm very excited for that match. And then came the contract signing between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. I'm still very excited for that match. Um, they, uh, For some reason, I feel like they had to fill some time here. So they hit, they hit Drew McIntyre. He came out, came down and did his cool entrance and sat down at the contract signing table. Roman Reigns' music hits. And then he's waiting and he's waiting mm. and he's waiting and he's waiting. And then Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman come out. I was like... Why did you just wait there for like 30 seconds? What was... Drew's Drew farted huh? and they were like, let's give it a, give it a let, let it dissipate a bit first. But, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I had a point about this. Oh, yes. No. Um, but you know what, Pete? Mm. Obviously, we've got these kind of static cameras when we do this. But don't <laughs> you think it would be better if this segment were... If, if our podcast went more like this? 
Really good content for podcast listeners, by the way. Yeah, just just lots of camera shot. Like, oh my god, it was so annoying. It like, was obnoxious in the second. Down having a chat. Like, it's, not, it's not a wrestling match. Jeez. And it was like, here's his face. Here's a wide shot. Here's his face. Oh, he looks sad. Oh, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> podcast listeners, I was just dancing around the screen, uh, yeah. being annoying. It was bonkers. Um, it it was insane. Like uh, the camera cuts, I normally can deal with. Sometimes they get in the way during a match, and sometimes they'll, like they'll miss something or something won't look as good because the camera's too like zoomed in or far out or something. And I'm like, oh come on, guys, you should do better than that. But generally, I'm like, it's okay. I can deal with it. I'm used to it. Ha- these camera cuts really annoyed me when they were having a chat. I was like, I just want to see Roman talking. That is literally it. And occasionally, maybe after 30 seconds, give me a wide shot so I can see how Drew's reacting to it. And that's it. That is all I need. And it was just constantly like, Roman, Drew, wide, Drew, wide, Roman, Drew, wide, Roman, wide, Drew. I was like, guys, they're just you can, sitting. They're sitting. You can see- Nothing's happening. Kevin Dunn's in the back. One of those, like, like he's got a, one of those dance machines, which is altered. And every time he steps on one, it changes the camera, uh, <laughs> camera angle. He's playing DDR with the cameras. Yeah, mental. I feel like we're just being grumpy old men, but like we are. But this was so annoying. But over like ninety percent of this was great. It was oh, just so good. Just, just the camera cuts. It's just it's just very distracting. Yeah. Because you want and, to be listening because the stuff in the ring was really good. The content, the, the what they were saying, the, the the lack of microphones and stuff like that, the, the the how it felt so real, that was great. Yeah. But if you're if you're trying to give me a seizure by just so like nine million camera cuts, that's what I'm gonna remember. Yeah. It's it's so annoying because, like you said, it, I think what makes it more frustrating was the segment was so good without the camera cuts. If they just took it easy, it would have been a brilliant segment. It was still great, but it was just marred by that. One last negative point before I talk about all the positive stuff from this segment. Michael Bloody Cole on Roman Reigns' entrance just saying, like, this is about bragging rights. I went, God, I hate that so much. Why would anyone care about bragging rights? Why would anyone care to be like, I am a champion? It's like, I'm also mm. a champion. Like One more, oh. one more mini negative. They put the two belts on the front of the table. And I was like, good God, they are so ugly. <laughs> like, why would you put those at the front of the table? <laughs> they're just like, they're just, they just look like, honestly, I, I, I wrote a piece about them last week. It's just, just like a, a rubbish children's craft fair. Uh, they've been given the I logo, mean, like, right, put this on some felt. They're toys. They're designed yeah. to sell toys. And they do. They do. Yeah, they, they absolutely do. sell. So ab- yeah. in, in, in terms of that, great. But I yeah. don't want one. And that's the yeah. main thing. So that's the negatives of the segment out of the way. Here's some positive stuff. Bloody loved it when Roman came out, sat himself at the head of the contract table. Oh, so good. Well done for that. Mm. Whoever whoever thought to not have them sitting across from each other and put Roman at the head of the table, job well done. That was great. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned earlier, they didn't use microphones for this segment. It was just them talking. They turned up the microphones like they normally do for like Roman and, and the J stuff that they'd done before. They just turned up the microphones in the ring so that they just got to sit and talk to each other. No microphones in the way, no nothing. It was just them talking. And the promos they cut were really good of... Drew signing the contract and he, he handed it over to Roman, but he didn't let go initially. And Roman just kind of took it, but couldn't actually take it off Drew. 
and Drew just just like telling him that he needs to prepare for war and like Roman coming back and just war being games. like war games. I was so happy he got to say that on NXT. It's a running joke in my in my friend group of William Regal's war games and just him coming out and them hyping it up on NXT and him just looking around for ages and just going war games. I was like, he said it. He said the thing. He said the thing. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and like Roman's response to being like, you're a secondary champion. No one's going to know who you are. I'm Roman Reigns. I'm the best. Obviously, he cut a better promo than that. But the actual content of the promo and the way they did it was brilliant. I really like the fact that no one went through the table. They're saving the physicality between these two until Survivor Series, which is great. It feels like we haven't seen these two wrestle before, even though we totally have. At WrestleMania 35, they had a Mania match, but it doesn't matter because Drew's an entirely different character to who he was then, and this is an entirely different match, and I'm so excited for it. Did Brock Lesnar ever kick out of a Claymore, or did he never get? Did did Drew wait until he'd hit a few before he pinned him, and that was it? I think that that's more right. Yeah, I think he hit like two or three, but yeah. he didn't attempt to pin. Because I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get corrected in the comments and that's fine because i like good to learn but i feel like it could be one of the first times if not the first time we might see the claymore get kicked out of tomorrow oh, that would be such a good moment because i this this match is just if this match has paul Heyman written all over it it's mm-hmm. gonna be big move big move big move superman punch spear claymore no sell out of a spear yeah um shouldn't no sell out of a claymore no, like you, should, shouldn't but, no but, you shouldn't know Salat. You shouldn't know Salat either, really. But I wouldn't mind if Roman kicked out because he's he is that, this like Drew needs to hit a claymore, and if Roman doesn't kick out, I'm like, oh, Drew won, and I do think Roman's winning. Maybe I um, I really like it if Roman did his kick out of the claymore where he uh, punched him in the nuts as he kicks mm. out of the claymore. I think that would be awesome. But and this, then and then after that, but then Drew no sells that no sells that punch to the nuts and gets up and he's like how dare you and hits another claymore and then he, he wins he hits the claymore there. and then and then he's like oh crap and then he just pulls out that sword and is like here's my <laughs> real claymore and yeah. just kills roman yeah, um just heads him straight in the ring i yeah i'm i i don't i wouldn't even this this match could go 5 minutes and i still think it'll be great because it's just mm. going to be beef 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 like like it was uh, Survivor Series Brock, uh, Brock and Brock and Goldberg, and which was a Paul Heyman match. So and he knows how to big book big sweaty man against big sweaty hairy man. I'm hoping it does go longer than five minutes though. I don't want a Lesnar match out of this. I don't mm. want a Goldberg match between out of these two because they are really good wrestlers, both of them, and I feel like they could work a 15, 20 minute match, and it would be just as beefy and big hitting as mm. a five minute Lesnar match. And I think they could get something really special out of it if they wanted to, because these two are the two biggest stars in WWE right now. And I think putting them together was a very smart move, but now you have to follow through on that and make the match amazing mm. out of it. And I, and I know they have the capability to, so hopefully they do. Yes. After this, we got the b- supposed blow off to the feud: Seth Rollins versus Murphy. Really would have liked to see this on pay per view, but it's Survivor Series, so guess not. Mm. Um, Murphy was accompanied by the Mysterios. It was like 
Seth versus the Mysterios. It's carrying on vicariously. It's still there, but hey ho. Um, I really liked a moment at the start of this match where Murphy runs down onto the apron. Seth knocks him off. Ray and Dominic run up next to Murphy. He's been like, oh, are you okay? Murphy gets up and kind of holds them both back. He's being like, I got this. And I was like, mm. okay, this, this is going to be like, this is Murphy's match to win. He's going to come out of this. He's going to beat Seth. And he is going to be like, this is his flag in the ground kind of moment of being like, I'm here in WWE. Everyone should pay attention to me. I'm like a future major star in this company. And I was like, okay, I'm into this. Let's see what Murphy does here. He got dominated in this match for about yes. 97% of the match. It this so here's a pop culture reference. This is gonna make it all the all the all the kids think I'm cool. This felt, you know, in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> where Sure. Um, Chancellor Palpatine mm-hmm. says to uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, oh, you've got no chance against him. He's a Sith Lord. Um, and then Obi-Wan turns and goes, Chancellor, Sith Lords are our speciality. When they actually are terrible against Sith Lords. Last time they faced <laughs> this guy, they almost both died. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of like Murphy saying, guys, I've got this. I've got like, this. No, no, no. You, you've lost every single time. You, I don't think you do have this. And then he ends up winning by by no spoilers for Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, but it's uh, yeah, it did feel a bit like guys. Why don't you trust me? It's like because you've lost every time, and you're just pretending yeah. you're good. And then he went carried on to almost prove that he sucked because every time he tried to attack, Seth, Seth just beat him up. Seth just stopped, yeah, and he just and just then, beat him up forever. And then it was like that that moment where your little brother, who you always beat in games, learns that your characters can't block <laughs> one move, and he just keeps he just keeps pressing a button, and it was like knee. Knee, knee, <laughs> knee. And you're like, stop it. I, I can't block that. I can't even the capability. Knee, knee. This is like, oh, fine. And then, yeah, eventually. And then it was like, KO. That is, that is exactly how this was. <laughs> Murphy didn't get in like, he got in like a kick, maybe, throughout yeah. the whole match. And then it was just knee, 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 knee. Murphy's law. Murphy wins. And I was like, mm. wait, what? Because it was supposed to be like, this is Murphy's big thing. He's overcome Seth Rollins and he's free from Rollins' shackles. And yeah, great feeling. But I was like, but he just got like, he just got beat up. Like he won, sure, but like not very convincingly. Yeah. So it didn't I, feel like the big coming out moment that it should have been for Murphy. In the wrestling bubble, this totally makes sense because this is how it goes. This is, oh, we don't want you near our family. Oh, but you beat up the guy who's been terrorizing our family that's okay but can it's just for a second imagine you have kids and one of them keeps getting beaten up by someone and then that person then starts hitting on your daughter and your daughter falls in love with him and then the guy says oh no actually i'm a good guy and then beats up someone else who's been terrorizing your family You're like oh mate welcome to the family no you're still gonna hate that guy <laughs> For hitting on your daughter and beating up your your other child, yeah. But wrestling is wrestling. Yeah, um, wrestling. And I don't know where this is going to go from here. I don't know whether we're going to see them just being happy families until Seth gets back. I don't know whether I... Buddy's just going to feud with Seth with with Ray soon. I've got a prediction. Mm-hmm. We'll never see Aaliyah again. 
That's it. Buddy will just be his own person. Ray and Dom can go and do whatever they want to do. They'll never be seen together again. Buddy and Aaliyah will never be seen t- together again. But they might mention it on commentary once twice and be like, Buddy, going out with Aaliyah Mysterio, of course. And that's I, it. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince is trying to get Aaliyah to train as a wrestler. That also um, would not surprise me. Because she's she's got the look that that look that she's she's physically got the look that 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 Vince likes that 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 WWE likes. Um, she's got the name. Mm-hmm. She's been on TV, so she's got they can they can call back to that. Uh, she's used a kendo stick already. Um, yeah, I wouldn't she's be basically a, a wrestler. Surprised if she's been training with her dad mm-hmm. um, and her brother like to take a few bumps like even if it's just to have a match at some point um big wrestlemania match yeah like it could even like i don't know i'm trying to think it could be ray dominic and Aaliyah in like a in like a mixed tag against the fiend and alexa bliss the fiend uh the, the fiend uh bo dallas <laughs> and Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally get what you're saying. This we may never see Aaliyah again, but I, I yeah. think if if Vince has his way, Aaliyah will be, will will have had a match by, I don't know, 2022. Yeah, this is possible. Um, and just to cement the fact that this totally is not Murphy's moment to overcome Rollins properly, they want to protect Rollins as much as possible. They're like, well, we'll, we'll give Rollins a loss, but. We don't really want him to look worse than Murphy here. Murphy celebrating with Mysterious for about three seconds, and then Sasha Banks's music hits, cuts to Sasha hey, Banks, Gina. and yeah, it's not that one anymore. And then, yeah. uh, and then Michael Cole just goes, "It's boss time." Uh, Sasha Banks next ad break. I was like, okay, so Murphy doesn't get to celebrate his win. Okay, sure, whatever. Why, why, why do I even go through it anymore? Who knows? Uh, Sasha Banks and Asuka were next that had a promo segment. <laughs> I thought this is pretty bad, if I'm honest. Yeah. Sasha Banks said, I'm going to beat you. And then Asuka started listing off other wrestlers' catchphrases. Did I miss something there? That's what I guess. Asuka, that, Asuka the, the character for Asuka at the moment is that she's just rambled nonsense. I mean, remember her in that in that, in that court scene with yeah. stuff where she just goes, I'm not saying Japanese did, is nonsense. And then by the she way. did holla holla holla. Yeah. And, and then that was it. So as you point out in your your news review of it, like uh, that comes out well earlier today, I guess, now that when this comes out. Yeah. Why didn't they have a contract signing? Yeah. Because it's the same thing. It's the top 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 champion on SmackDown versus the top champion of Raw. Uh they just had a bad segment where they just talked at each other and then Carmella turned up and yep. did a relatively unconvincing beatdown of Shasha like she has done for the last three weeks. Yep. This uh... is not how you this is not how you build a match. How you build a match is how they've and I've only had a limited time with Roman and Drew, but I really want to see this match. I cannot say the same for this one. Um, and they've had longer to build this match than Drew much, Roman. Much longer. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the Asuka just watches while Carmella beats down Banks because she's a baby face. Brand warfare. She doesn't want Brand Sasha Banks warfare. to have a have a an advantage going into Sunday. 
brand warfare. Um, then we had a promo with Jey Uso backstage with Caleb Braxton. And then it was time for the main event, the go-home show for Survivor Series, the big go-home angle that's going to make you want to buy the pay-per-view. It's Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso, which has no stakes for Survivor Series. Granted, mm. really like this match, really like both these guys, great story they're telling, really invested in the story. Rubbish angle for a go-home show, but hey-ho, does I, not make I, me more excited for the pay-per-view. This, this wasn't the main event, Pete. The main event was Michael Cole screaming at the end to... To tune in tomorrow. <laughs> Undertaker's coming back tomorrow. Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre. <gasps> yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that was the that was main event good. segment. That that yeah. That's made me want to watch it. Actually, that made me totally. want to watch it more than this match. Although I did, again, like you said, this match was great. It although, was. But you did just have a guy who's in the Survivor Series team lose again. Um, yeah. But I guess you've got to push Daniel Bryan, I guess... It was a good match, so it left people on a kind of oh, good match. That was nice. That's a nice way to yeah. end SmackDown. But yeah, again, if you're peel, peeling it back a bit, a couple of layers, you're like, huh? Did they need to do that? Did they need to give yeah. Jay a loss again? I think Jay lost last I week. Mean, now Jay lost again. I don't. I don't mind the fact that Jay lost because of the way that the match went. Because Jay took a lot of the match working over Daniel Bryan's kind of his back and his kidneys and things like that pretty much the whole match and then they're so good at wrestling that i really bought into the beatdown which means i then bought into daniel bryan's comeback mm. really good stuff um and then the ending i thought was really good in that he, he was going for the yes lock and uh, jay squirmed out of it and tried to like roll him up and stuff he managed to hit a couple super kicks almost hit um a splash on him but he counted again uh but then brian only just managed to get a roll-up victory which it felt like to me they were really even on like another day, Jay would have won. Um, which to me, like yeah. really put both of them over on like a really even playing field. And I thought they've done a really good job of making Jay feel very believable yeah. at a top level on SmackDown, which was amazing. I mean, what, what what I think they might be kind of going for is Jay lost last week and Jay lost this week. So there's the kind of, oh, is he, is he up to being Roman's kind of henchman? But then I wouldn't be at all surprised if Jay is the sole survivor. That's what oh, I was going to say. Uh, tomorrow. And to be like, and then Roman will stand there watching from ringside going, yes, yes, I've yeah, chosen it, the right man. It will be it will be weirdly inversed. It will be Jay, like a, a two-on-one disadvantage. But then Roman will come out on the stage and then Jay will like manage to overcome those two. He will go super scion because his, yeah. his cousin is there. Yeah. It's like the baby face move but it's for Jay and everyone's like, oh, I don't want you to see you do that. I think that mm. might be really fun, but um, yeah, the match was really good. Daniel Bryan won. Jay looked kind of shocked afterwards, but he got the, the roll-up loss. Daniel Bryan went on the turnbuckle and did yes, yes, yes. And Michael Cole screamed at us, Thunder Takers final farewell. We got to reverse and tune in. Survivor Series. And then that was the show. Yes. Um, I didn't think this was a good show. <laughs> um, According to the poll that we do on Twitter now, go follow our Twitter, by the way, because people, uh, YouTube took out the poll functionality um, off, their, off their site entirely. So we do the polls on Twitter now. But according to the poll over on Twitter, 50.7% of people voted it as a good show and 182 went even higher at excellent, 17.1 at poor and 14% at terrible. I went for poor because I thought that it was a bad go-home show for one of your big four pay-per-views they 
it wasn't that they didn't try to build Survivor Series, because they did. They had a lot of segments and promos trying to build the show. It's that it was a very ineffective build. It's that no one... I don't think there's any people that really care more about Survivor Series coming out of the show than when they went into it. It was a really ineffective build. I, I think a trick a lot of the times with these things is if the last thing on the show is good, like that's a good match, that's what people remember. And people go, yeah, I like that. And then they'll they'll click good. I mean, I, absolutely. do you know what? We are, we are bitter and old and we watch too much. But like, I like the fact that some people can still be positive about it. Yeah. Because uh, that's, that's a nice thing. So I'm it never going to say you're wrong, everyone, for saying it was good. Because absolutely, if you liked it, then that's then more power to you. I would, yeah, I, I wish there was a three out of five. Uh, yes. On that on that poll, um, I, but I, yeah, two out of two point five out of five, I, somewhere between poor and good. If but yeah, pretty pretty average, I think. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was a an ineffective go home show, but the stuff that was good was really good. I thought. But unfortunately, the majority of that stuff was the stuff that wasn't about Survivor Series, which is what yeah. they're supposed to be building for for tomorrow. So, do you know what isn't ineffective? What's that? Supporting us on Patreon. Yeah, what a great segue. Um, yeah. Right. So, Andy, mm. first things first. Mm. What are you doing? You said you were going to talk about what you're doing. What are you doing? I to, I'm going to do a uh, 15 plus mile walk today. Oh, uh, yes my my legs are going. Uh, my legs are already protesting, but uh, I'm going to do it. Um, yes, for for something that I shall be uh, announcing uh, on at some point next week. I won't I won't mm-hmm. spoil anything. Um, but I hope you've all got lots of money ready. Just to throw at me, um, <laughs> so that's that, there's there's a tease. Uh, yes, yeah. now I'm going to be walking along uh, the River Way, which is a nice nice river uh, in uh, in in my area. Um, so yeah, probably probably be walking around. It sounds least, very nice. At least fifteen miles. I, I'm going to I'm going to pace myself. Take a take a break now and then. I'm going to head to the shop before I go. So I've got some got some uh, high energy snacks. Mm-hmm to keep me going um and then i'm probably gonna uh come back and and collapse in a chair yeah uh, yeah for the, for the rest of the night so just uh, make sure you stretch after oh yes no i'm gonna have a bath as well i think mm-hmm. uh to, to i mean obviously it's good to keep your muscles cool after you've done a lot of exercise but it's also soothing to to have a nice bath so that yeah that's probably what i'll be epsom salts ready mate that's what you need mm, what are you what are you doing what am i doing today Mm. sweet fa mate yeah absolutely nothing i'm gonna probably sleep more um nice though though yesterday was the day uh it's a bit earlier than normal but christmas decorations went up last night um because something nice isn't it bit of cheer hopefully yeah. that's what we wanted from this year just, we need a bit early this year so we just put on some christmas songs put up a christmas tree did all the did nice. all that jazz so we did all that Not, yesterday yeah no normally what i what i say is like a month before mm-hmm. so you're only a few days before that but uh yeah. i think this is genuinely the least christmasy i've ever felt and i'm not particularly christmasy yeah. I, I like christmas i like seeing my family and things but 
I, I, I'm not one for for getting overly kind of merry, and then there's, there's some absolutely revolting Christmas decorations down my road. I don't know if you saw that picture I tweeted. I did. I did. They do yeah. it every year in about the start of November, and it's just this horrible, like, fifteen foot star, which apparently says "Merry Christmas" on it, but it doesn't. It just says like "Jeremy Xmas" or like "Jeremy <laughs> Mertrosas." Um, so that's pretty and there's another one down the road which is just like it's more tasteful but there's just so much of it so it's Mm -hmm. almost less tasteful um yeah i doubt i mean i'll be going to my parents for christmas uh if boris lets me um so he will um but uh yeah i I can't see a lot of christmas decorations going on up up in uh, my actual flat Um, yeah you're not luke is what you're saying I'm not Luke, who by, I, I imagine on the Survivor Series reviews and or the Raw review will be wearing a Christmas jumper yeah. um, in the coming week. Maybe I'll wear one next Saturday. Um, Maybe. Chances are slim. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, should, we, yeah. should we talk about yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Okay. So not to spoil anything that is coming to Phenomenerds soon. But mm. also spoilers for stuff that's going to come to Phenomena soon. Um, not a video involving us, but a game. Um, we, we essentially did a test play of this game that is going to be featured in some Phenomena's content coming soon, which is called the Ungame. So we had it was me and Andy and Laurie and Adam Blompier and uh, Tom, who is the um, the games master for Neurolds Bard. And also Blair, who's been featured in some of the Phenomenerds videos. Like, is chess actually good? She was playing Luke in that and stuff like that. So I, uh, both of us have never met Blair before um, last night. And I'd met Tom a couple times when he'd come into the office to record Norosbard at the start of the year. But I never, you know, properly sat down and had a chat with him or anything. And the, it's hard to explain the ungame when you're not playing it. But essentially, it's more like therapy than it is yeah. a game. It's basically a group therapy session. Uh, yeah. you, you, you make your way around a board, and if you land on a space which is called the ungame, the uh, the, the the board master, oh, I suppose, what would you call him uh, in this situation, Adam, uh, would ask you a question about yourself. Uh, it started kind of relatively simple, like, oh, what makes you happy? Or things like that. And then about halfway through, he goes, right, we're going to use the serious questions now, Um, Mm -hmm. which then gets to things like, have you felt lonely recently? Or Mm. are you currently feeling depressed? Or what 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 makes you feel peaceful? That 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 sort of thing. Yeah. And it's amazing how when everyone else is is willing to play that game in the group, how much you just go, oh, man, I really need to talk about this. I, yeah, I I need to share all this stuff. And at first, I I will admit that I was I felt not uncomfortable, but I could fi- I don't know if you could see on my camera, but I have a thing where I'm if when I'm feeling a bit, a bit sort of and uh, I'm almost embarrassed that my face just glows red, mm-hmm. um, and I felt really hot, like my face. Yeah. I, I felt like I was having a hot flush. Um, but yeah, I was just talking about myself with. I almost felt more weird talking about it with you, 
Laurie and Adam than I did with mm-hmm. Blair and Tom, who, like you said, I've never met Blair and I've briefly met Tom. Um, because I was like, oh, but I work with these guys. And I know they're not mean, so they're not going to be like, huh, Andy said he felt like this the other day. <laughs> what a loser. But it was like, hmm, I've, I've worked with these guys for, I mean, how long have we worked together? Like a year and a half? Yeah, no, ne- nearly two years for me. Yeah. I would have started like February, March time. Mm. I think. Uh, so I've been, I mean, I've been at Wrestle Talk for yeah, uh, just just over two years, like full full time. I was I was there yeah. for almost a year, kind of prior to that. Um, and I've never had these kind of conversations with with anyone. I mean, now and then, if we have like I've like a one to one with Ollie, who's like, oh, how are you feeling? And I'm like, well, you know, it's fine, and blah blah blah. But to really go into it was 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 quite unusual. Um, yeah. But I genuinely felt good afterwards. Like I still felt, <laughs> I still went on a walk afterwards. I was like, okay, I need to get some fresh air, and because yeah. that was that was pretty a pretty intense two hours of, mm-hmm. of talking about mine and other people's feelings. But it was, I genuinely felt lighter, and I was like, maybe I need therapy. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, yeah. I think that the the real selling point that we spoke about because we actually played the game for an hour. Mm. But then we stayed in the call for another hour just talking about what we'd experienced from it. And when we were playing it, the golden rule of the game is that while someone's talking about whatever they're talking about, no one else can talk. You can't interrupt. You can't comment on anything. You can't ask them a follow-up question after they're done. Nothing. It's just their time to talk, and that's it. We move on. And if you land on a, a comment space on the board, you can ask someone a follow-up questions to what they said you can just simply comment on what they said or ask them something completely different just it's a free thing you don't get a question but you can give someone a question or comment or talk or whatever you want to do uh, at that point and i think that was a thing that really sealed it and that was a thing that allowed us to kind of open up more and talk about stuff is that we knew that no one would respond with like but why do you think that because we could just say it and then that was it and yeah. it was done. I I am famously bad in like I'm mean, very good at interrupting, but I'm famously bad at, <laughs> at interrupting uh, conversations. I mean, I've always been told. I mean, but and the thing was, because uh, obviously it's locked down, I don't get to sort of see my girlfriend. So we always do like a a, a, a call kind of before before we go to bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for just like half an hour, she sort of now and then chipped in, but I was just talking about this game. And like things, I mean, I obviously didn't like go into anything that anyone else had said because that would, that wouldn't be very nice. But yeah. like I was just talking about like how what how I felt during it and stuff like that. And I was like, because she is generally the only person I ever speak to about this sort of stuff. Because obviously, I mean, like obviously, I got I've got a good relationship with my parents, but it's like Ollie, like Laurie sort of said, like he's got a relationship with like one of his parents, where it's like it's two adults um mm-hmm. rather than i don't i don't talk to my mum or dad about this kind of thing a lot yeah. um so then to have another group i was like oh man i, I needed that like it's yeah. it's it, we've been in lockdown i mean I, I i know before before anyone comments i know people have had it worse than i have i'm not i'm not going to say that i've had it like super bad but i think everyone has needed people to talk to uh during lockdown and to just have two hours dedicated to just discussing and you don't have to pay for it 
Like nah. therapy is so expensive, everyone. And yeah. you didn't have to pay for it. I know. Um, crazy. It's it, just a game you can buy. Yeah. It's mental. And yeah, I just, I, just I, felt I, I messaged, free. yeah, I messaged Adam afterwards, just being like, thanks for including me. Cause this was, yeah. I put, this was strangely wonderful, was what yeah. I said to him. And he was like, really glad it ended up being something positive. And then about 20 minutes later, he just messaged me again to be like, I feel oddly peaceful. And I was like, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I, cause I was like, right, once I finish this, I'm going to tidy the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I just stood there for a bit, like in the kitchen, like, huh? No, I should. I, 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 need, I, was, I was like, oh, should I go for a walk? No, I really, I really have to go for a walk. But I, I need to cook as well. And the thing I'm making, mm-hmm. I, was, I was making like lamb shanks, and that takes quite a while. And I was like, oh, okay, do you know what? I'm going to go for a two mile walk. I, I know a little mini two two mile route around my area. I'm just going to do that, clear my head, and then I'll come back. And I, I didn't like eat until after nine, but it, it didn't. I didn't care because I, I. As soon as I finished that walk, I was like, yes, yes, I, I needed that. Yeah. That was the right thing for me it to was... do. And I genuinely, and I know that a lot of people are uncomfortable with, with sharing their emotions with, with friends. I know some people don't have that kind of relationship with their friends or their family. But I really, especially right now, I really recommend playing, even if it's just for an hour. Yeah. I felt so much better. And I, I, right. I, I think I might, I almost tried to undersell it in the hour afterwards to how good I felt. Yeah. Um, because I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, no, it was nice. Holy poo. I, I feel like, I feel like a cow was sitting on me and he's just, he's not off me, but he, he's, 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 he's slid off. He slid off a bit. Um, yeah, yeah I, just, I just, I just felt like a, a weight had been released, and I know it is. I want to do I, this I, every week. <laughs> I felt so like energized afterwards. It was weird. It wasn't like I had loads of energy, wanted to do loads of stuff. But before I was like, was really tired. I was just kind of getting through the day. I was like, okay, I'm just, I've got this thing at the end of the day, and then I'll be done. That's fine. And then by the end of it, I was like, I don't want to go to sleep now. I'm awake i think yeah. like and that's i was completely the opposite to how i felt going into it it was really strange i started by thinking oh this is gonna be a bit of a laugh it might be it might be someone's gonna say something and then we're gonna be sort of joking about it and and things like that because that's that's the normal kind of uh atmosphere we have with with, with these guys at work mm. but then as soon as Adam's like oh by the way you can't talk and after like three answers where it had just been blah 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 here's my emotional answer i was just like Okay, I've I was like ready. I was like I was like I felt ready because the the first three people because I think we we were sort of doing it in a in a circle. I was I think I was number five out of six each sort mm-hmm. of each, each round. I felt ready. Like I was like the first thing because everyone before me had answered fully for like a minute, a minute and a half each. I was like, okay, I can do that. I can yeah. I can I can emote because I was genuinely I was glad I wasn't first. I was glad I wasn't the first person because I was like. How much do I share? Yeah, because but, like, and it, what if it, oh. I share loads and everyone else is like, uh, "Yeah, I feel like that sometimes." Right, next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, but it was so cathartic that I would, I again, as Andy mentioned earlier, I would highly, highly recommend doing it. It was a hell of an experience. Very intense. It's not something you want to whack out at a party and be like, "Hey, guys." 
Want to play it's not, it's not, a, it's not no. a Christmas Day thing. No, definitely not. But as Andy mentioned, especially in these times when you could possibly be feeling a lot more isolated than normal, it would be really beneficial if you don't want to do therapy, try and get either a trusted group of friends or maybe some complete strangers. Who knows? It It's poor. Oh, it was great. I mm. really, really enjoyed it. Um, we um, have overrun massively uh, on this podcast. Uh, yeah, quickly, I'll try to think of a dancing world problem to uh, to, to finish. Um, I oh, I have two USB ports on my laptop, and I mm-hmm. have three things that I want to plug into my laptop via US, USB, and mm-hmm. I'm furious. And you got to buy a USB extender, mate. Yeah, get I know. Extra port stuff. So I've got a mouse which I plug in for USB. Mm-hmm. I've got my microphone. And my my new webcam, but Oof. I've only got two ports, so I've had to I've had to ditch the mouse for this. Oof, mate, and I keep this I keep grabbing why. it to click. This is why I've got Bluetooth mouse, mate. Ah, that frees up a USB to, slot. You have to charge those, and I always forget. Anyway, yeah, that's fair. Uh, right, uh, yeah, let's get out of here because we, again, we've overshared possibly what we did yesterday during the end game, but we've overshared once again. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. We really do appreciate it. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, email us, support at WrestleTalk.com. We might read out your emails on this very podcast. Uh, we've got Survivor Jams tomorrow. It's Survivor Series. So it's Ollie Thoracy versus Team Luke Warm uh, in Survivor Series live reactions, as well as the Losers Lounge. If a member of one team gets a prediction wrong and the other team gets it right, a uh, member of the losing team is eliminated from the stream and has to watch everyone else's live reactions while being in the loser's lounge and they can't watch the actual survivor series show. They've just got to watch the live reactions. It's a mess. It's going to be great. Uh, so tune in for that on the main wrestle channel and on wrestle two tomorrow. And then we're going to have the review of survivor series coming on Monday back to raw on Tuesday and back straight into the swing of things as we're building up to TLC. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We love you very much. Stay safe out there. And that was the podcast. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.